Hello, everybody, and welcome. And this is The Midnight McBride Show, episode number 20. And I've called this show Doors to Another Realm. That's Doors to Another Realm. And the reason I've called it this title is because I've got my good friend and ex-doorman, Andy Allwood. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you doing? Thank you very much for inviting me on. My pleasure, Andy. Absolutely Mm -hmm. my pleasure. So I thought this show would be interesting. It's uh, about your life and what you're mm-hmm. up to now. But I, I've i known you for a long time. And yeah. I knew you from, originally from working the doors in Bolton. Mm-hmm. But then I also knew you from Nuffield Health or what used to be Virgin mm-hmm. from the gym. And in a very different manner, because when I first knew you working on the doors, it was more, you were k- maybe keeping me out of trouble and picking me up off the floor mm-hmm. when I was in a drunken stupor and such. Right. But once we got to the gym and I knew you outside the gym and we taught, I started to see another side to you. Uh-huh. And I've known you long enough now to see the change in your life, yeah. you know, and where you're at now. And it's a beautiful story. And it's like a lot of men, you get to into your 40s, perhaps into latter life and you start to see things a bit differently and you make some changes and you go through maybe what they call the shift or a spiritual awakening mm-hmm. and you start to experience joy and bliss and and experience life as it's meant to be you know which is yeah. fun mm-hmm. so we'll start off Andy and the title like I said doors to another realm is it's your journey so a Bolton lad initially mm-hmm. and maybe tell us I know you told me when we did the pre-show chat mm-hmm. which schools you went to uh, I went to uh, High Lawn initially. Um, that was my primary school. And then I went to Sharples High School. Yeah. Left when I was 16. Right. And then what did you do, your career? Because I didn't know you at this point. I met you later no. on in life. No. Um, I, I worked for a firm. Um, they made sort of like car accessories for cars. I worked there for a few years. When I was about 20, 21, I started working for British Steel at a, um, a steel warehouse. That was Marklin Tubes. A lot of people might remember it, it was up in Bromley Cross. Yeah. Um, yeah. I worked there for quite a few years. Um, I then discovered door work. Um, just doing it part time. Yeah. You started um, at Ritz's, didn't you? Initially, I started at Ritz's after yeah. after the fire. The uh, the, the right. uh, we had an intake of, of new doorman. Yeah. Right. See, uh, I've got great memories of Ritz's because yeah. that was before in my life when I was socialising, having fun, so drinking and partying, yeah. whatever. But before it got to a point where it became quite a negative thing in my life, you know, mm-hmm. when I was doing it to excess and. Yeah, Ritz's. I've got great memories of Ritz's. Used to be fun. It was a fantastic place. I mean, I, I must admit, I, I, nightclubs weren't really my thing. No. Um, they're not somewhere where I would, I would like to go. You know, it's not really my music. It's not it was really my scene. But I, I found working in them absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Uh, great camaraderie, great friends, great atmosphere. You know, a lot of people, who, the vast majority of people who went in there were just coming in for a good time. Yeah. And, and we were there for the for, for the ones that weren't. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a really, that was a really great time of my life as everybody who worked there at that time, you know, um, I think they'd have quite happily yeah. worked there for free. <laughs> yeah. If they could have afforded it. Did, did you, you told me, you've got two brothers, is that right? As I've well? got two brothers, yeah. And 
are they like, are they similar to you? I mean, were they what? quite 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 similar to me? They they used to come in the club. They used to go out, go out quite a lot, and I'd quite often I'd, I'd see them yeah. them in there. And would they uh, brag and say, "Yeah, it's all right, my brother's yeah, on the door." Yeah, and yeah, I'll get yeah, you kind of a, a, a little bit. Yeah, they used to I used to try and get them in when I could, and then I'd, I'd run them home afterwards to make sure that they got home. But uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they used to they used to come in every so often. Now we talked about karate in in your life mm -hmm. and. There's lots of variables and lots of things change. It does in everybody's life. But occasionally, unlike me, I fell off the treadmill. You know, I mm -hmm. had a nervous breakdown and I, yeah, I had to start from scratch. I had a complete collapse. You know, everything mm -hmm. stopped working. I couldn't function properly. You've made changes without maybe going through that process, you know, mm -hmm. and making them by a bit more gradually and by good decisions. Mm -hmm. But I find with anybody that's done this, quite often in order to do that they do have one constant in the life something mm -hmm. that they've managed to hold on to and despite all the change and all the variables and everything else and all the chaos even mm -hmm. in the life that this has given them something to attach to the, some stability in the life and for you this was karate this was karate yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been it's been a constant in my life um and it, it's just something that i couldn't imagine my life without it you know yeah. what I mean? It would be like if, if somebody said I couldn't do uh, uh, karate tomorrow and people are like losing your right arm. It's, it's yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's just some, something that's there. And and you got to yeah, high level, you've, you're a black belt in karate mm -hmm. and you you taught karate as well. I've right? taught for quite a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only on a, 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 a um, I mean, I know you, uh, uh, you had Sandy Alton and he's somebody who has a very professional attitude. Yeah. I've always considered myself as, as just really playing at him. Um, but it is something that's very important in my life. Yeah. I didn't, um, I'd met Sandy a few times, but until yeah. I did the show with him i didn't know him properly mm -hmm. and what a guy oh what he's, a, guy. he's a proper the thing is with sandy he's one of those great bolton characters isn't he yeah. bolton, as, you know you can you can think of it he's a bit of a hole but it produces these fantastic characters and yeah. he, he's he's one of them isn't he and yeah. he really wise and his philosophies and what he calls sandyisms yeah. i mean i've studied buddhism yeah. uh, intently and i've read many buddhist texts and i've spent many months on uh -huh. buddhist retreats and and so on and Sandy, Sandy hasn't done those things, but obviously no. through the discipline, like with yourself with karate, yeah. you start to realise most things revert back to the mind, uh -huh. you know. And through that, he's, he's, we arrived at the same place, a different he, vehicle, but we've same destination. He's a really positive guy, isn't he? Yeah. He's always, you know, the stuff he puts on Facebook. Yeah. He's just a very, very positive guy. Um, and I think that is through, the, I mean, he's obviously fantastically disciplined. Yeah. Um, and, and with you, Andy, so... The martial arts, for example, with karate, mm -hmm. a lot of people think that it's predominantly about fighting and mm -hmm. it's it's not. No, you no, know? absolutely. So I, I, I've seen where it's discipline, confidence building, community, friendship, your physical health, mm -hmm. helps your mental health. There's so many other aspects to it. L yeah. From learning a martial art, yeah. especially if you get to a high level like you have, uh -huh. The benefits are exponential in every part. Oh, of your life. absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, 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 I mean, the main focus on me in karate was self-defense. That, that's that's why I went into it. And it's always been how um, I've always been a firm believer. You know, there's lots of martial artists out there who will who will teach you how to pass belts and teach you how to win trophies. But I've yeah. never been about that. For me primarily it should be about self-defense and that's why I've always tried to focus on but there are lots of other benefits other than that if it was just about self-defense then it, it wouldn't really be worth doing it it's like you you, you didn't put in a lot of training and a lot of work for something that may happen but 
most probably won't. Yeah. Um, but as for it, you know, focusing on violence, I don't think that does at all. No. It, it helps. It helps you to to. Um, to, to, to look at things in a, um, a a lot more positive way. Um, and, and again, from working the doors, you know, I, I know from experience that a lot of violence is just caused by people who, who, who feel that they've got to try and prove themselves in some yeah. way. And it can be both sides. It can be A, the punters coming in who mm -hmm. want to challenge authority, but it can also be the doorman as well. Yeah, it, it can yeah. be. It can be other doormen. A lot of, you know, I know when I worked at Ritz's, a lot of the trouble we used to get was from other doormen. Yeah, um, and it's it's like anything. It's it just so happens that with Dorman, you you've got this position of power, perhaps mm -hmm. and authority. But uh, if you're not particularly peaceful and well balanced, whatever you, if you squeeze somebody, you can only give out what you have inside. So if you're highly stressed mm -hmm. or angry, you're going to have an highly stressed, angry response. Yeah. Yeah. You're peaceful inside, you'll have a peaceful response. Yes, the, the best so. Dorman I've ever met, mm. like yourself, there was a guy up mm. at the. Fanny's, the Queen Victoria called mm -hmm. Tony. And there was never any trouble because he was so bloody nice mm -hmm. to everybody. Yeah. You know, he teaching everybody respect mm -hmm. and a lovely man. Yeah, you yeah. Know. And, and, and those characters, you know, I've, I've, always, I've always thought that, you know, what, what, you, what you give out will eventually come back to you. Mm. Um, you know, and, and if you do go down that road of, of, of sort of, you know, looking for violence and, and looking for conflict, it, it will find you and one day, you know, it'll bite you in the arse. Yeah. Um, the, it will come back to you in a big way. There were two other doormen in Bolton called Earl and Eric and right. they always did the doors together and they used uh -huh. to do what used to be J2 or even before right. it was, you know, mm. J2. And uh, yeah, again, really nice men, you know, mm -hmm. very big, you know, I wouldn't like to fall yeah, out with them, yeah. but they were, they were lovely. Yeah, you know, so and I think it does. It does. It does make you want to be like that because when you do, you know, when you do see that violence um, on a regular basis, it, it can screw you up inside, and 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 you you seem to see things repeating themselves all the time. Um, you know, people get involved in fights. You think, well, what exactly are you fighting for? Somebody's looked at your girlfriend or somebody's bumped into yeah, you. And uh, you just think, I've, I've yeah. never I've never seen a fight that's been about anything that I've considered worth fighting for. No. You know, there's certain things that you would you would fight tooth and nail for and, and none of those happening in, in, in no. you know, rarely happening in nightclubs. And, so, and you, you just, uh, um, and it does make you want to avoid violence as much as you possibly can. Yeah. I'd seen some pictures, you know, with your karate. And I think mm -hmm. you, to, to do martial arts to a certain level, you, you've got to be sort of what other people might seem a, a bit crazy. Mm -hmm. And I know, for example, when you do a punch bag, you don't use gloves. No. Yeah, I can't. I've got hands like a girl. And if I do a punch bag, well, it rips them to shreds. I, I, one time I used to have hands like a girl, but yeah. I, you, you build you build that same with anything else. I mean, I couldn't, do, I, there's no way I could do the things that you do, but I'm quite sure that you didn't just go out one day no, and run no, 100 it, miles, did you? No. You built up to it. And it's, it's the same with conditioning your hands. Yeah. I don't like to use gloves because you, you come to uh, rely on them yeah. and um, it can uh, promote uh, or allow you to get away with making an incorrect fist. Mm -hmm. So if you ever do have to hit something... I'd never thought about it harder like that. Than, uh, yeah. Anything harder than a punch bag. Um, it, it can damage your hands. It's, it's ironic, but it's all about posture, isn't it? You actually want you well, to hit there's, something there's, there's a thing called a boxer's break, apparently, which is this little bone here. 
and that comes through. Uh, the reason it's called a boxer's break is, is apparently so, I believe, is that boxers, because they wear big gloves, they can get away with hitting with that side of the fist. But, of course, yeah. this, this bone here isn't isn't yeah. strong enough to... to so, so if you do have a punch, you know, without a glove, they tend to... And I know, I've known lots of lads who've bro broken that yeah. bone there. Well, and it would it's be, funny, those are the only two bones I've broken in my hands as well. Well... Fingers and this side, right? Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, 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 the ones that, that are least likely to support it. So, you, so you try to in karate, you try to use these two knuckles here with the, these two, yeah. and and you you try to uh, build it up slowly over time. You know this idea about making your your knuckles bleed and so that's just, that's just Hollywood BS. Yeah, you build it up slowly. I always tell my students any bruising, any breaks in the skin, stop. Yeah, let them heal. Um, and just build it up slowly over many years. The, the other picture, which I'd seen on, I think it's Facebook, mm -hmm. is you with a few of your guys. I think you're all black belts from the karate. Yes. And you're in waterfalls. Yes. Yes. Tell us about that. That was, um, well, I'd, I'd, because of work and stuff like that, because I run, a, 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 I should point out that, that, that I run or, or I was teaching. Initially, I started the club up and then a, 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 a guy called Martin Skipper. Yeah. Um, came to train with us. He's a guy who's done martial, originally from down in Kent. He'd moved for Bolton. Um, I've never got to the bottom of why he moved to Bolton. I have no idea, but he ended up moving to Bolton. Um, he's trained with lots of people, trained with Trevor Roberts and people like yeah. that. In fact, he, he, he spent time with Trevor Roberts yeah. actually living in the pub at some time. Brendan's actually supposed to be coming on the show, by the way. Excellent. He's agreed Excellent. to do a show he's, with he's, me. He's a grab. I've not seen him for many years, well, but I do remember him from the club. Just come back from Paphos, where he was living. Yes. And he's now tattooing here and his missus is coming over shortly they've yeah. had to do it in two goals i believe i saw some of the artwork he, he was doing yeah. on, on I, mean, I don't i don't have any tattoos myself yeah. but the artwork is it an was, internationally I'm, renowned award-winning tattoo he was, artist he was fantastic yeah. i mean i remember him when he was a young lad out drinking in the clubs and <laughs> yeah well i knew Brendan from going out yeah. yeah of course everybody knew trev roberts and everybody yeah. knew was his son yeah. um but um he he came he came to train with us which was, was with, with somebody with, with a martial artist was such a an experience we're only a small club yeah. um, and, and he decided to come and train with us and has been there ever since and he's now yeah. taken over the running of the club yeah. um, because of work I, I can't teach anymore but um, they used to go down to um, Wales quite, quite regularly uh, with a group there's a couple of groups from down south that used to get together um, in the Brecon Beacons yeah. and they used to do this waterfall training and every year they said well, we've had a fantastic time you must come you must come because of work and things like that i could never go in the past couple of years um i went but unfortunately last year it got cancelled and it doesn't look like it would it's happened again but at least no. i got on the last two years of it happening yeah. and that was a fantastic experience yeah really so you'd, you'd go to special. sort of quite a, a busy waterfall you know and you yes. stand in the waterfall stand in the waterfall and doing your various you're, you're just you're just standing in the waterfall <laughs> I, don't, I don't do too much because he's quite slippy as well but but yeah some of the guys really but with of, your full your gear on yeah, yeah, as well yeah, I, I always take my top off because it gets there's that much water it gets very yeah. heavy and if it, 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 it hits you it, I did actually I think the last time I did it I, I did end up going face first um, yeah. it was it had been a lot of rain and it was it was the, the waterfall was really heavy um, and it takes your breath away, of course. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you yeah get well, cold there, as well, I imagine. Yeah, it's very yeah, cold. You you, yeah. you can't you can't breathe, and it takes you a few seconds to. You, you feel like you feel like you, you can't breathe at all, and you you feel like that, that, that you, you're going to suffocate. But you've got to um, slow your breathing down, yeah. uh, um, and, and get to the you know get to the stage where you can breathe and you can take it. Do, do you know Joe Tierney? I do know Joe Tierney. Ah, right, because Joe's 
became friends with Joe a few years back. Used to see him, with, you know, I'd have a pint. And Joe, yes. Joe would like come in, just have one pint, you know, maybe two yeah. uh, on Hollywood Road there. But I got to know Joe and he's he's a multiple world champion yes. at karate. I think something yes. like eight times he won it. So. He's, 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 he's phenomenal. And he's been, um, he was on in the front or on the front of all the, you know, at the time, a lot of people bought magazines, didn't they? Fight magazines. Yeah. And he was on the cover of all of them. You know, yeah, what that, a was, guy. that was yeah. that was that was I I um I'd never really thought about doing karate. I, I just sort of uh, it's something I just sort of kind of fell into. But I'd heard about everybody had heard about Joe Tini. It was, it was yeah. a bit of a uh, sort of sort of legend in his own lifetime. Um, and, and one of the things I remember when 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 I was younger and we used to compete and we were competing against his team and that was a really big thing. There's a bit of a rivalry going yeah. on uh, be, be, between our team and his team and that that you know uh, um, that was a really big thing. Like, I can't believe I'm on this. I'm on this team, and we're we're taking on Jotini's Jotini's uh, A team, yeah. his boys. Yeah, and it was it was really they were good days, you know, and they, yeah. they were hard fought matches. His, his guys were, you know, the same as him. You weren't you weren't get, getting on the mat and, and not you know yeah. having an easy time. They well, were they were you're gonna have to work. Jules a bit like Trev Roberts were before you meet them. You yes. find you hear stories about yes. them, you know, yeah, because they they yeah. were like. Myths, legends, yeah. the man, the myth, the legend, yeah. you know, local legends. And yeah. I heard loads of stories about Trev and then I met him and they never quite look like what you imagine in no, your head, do no, you? No, no. You, 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 you find first thing that strikes you is what, what great guys they are, what yeah. lovely guys they are really, you know, not, yeah. not like you would imagine. The um, way they portray themselves and project themselves and they are with you, you think, well, if, if they are going to do something serious... They must be idiots because they, they're, they're actually still gentlemen. You yes. know, they're not. They're not yeah. I think anybody that is at that level uh -huh. of you know being able to deal with situations doesn't need to tell everybody about it. Doesn't need to brag. Doesn't need. They're not full of themselves. No, they're very confident one, one and sure, but usually gentlemen. One one thing I found in martial arts is the the guys who are really really good don't need to be no. like that at all. They don't need to show nothing people. To prove, like, they, absolutely no. nothing to no. prove. And they're always absolutely gentlemen. Very, very humble people. Yeah. I suppose who, you, you probably couldn't get to that level if you weren't disciplined and showed respect because nobody would teach you. you know? No, well, yeah. no. And, and, and the thing is, I was... Having a big ego is, is like having a you know, sort of shiny car. Eventually, somebody's going to dint it <laughs> yeah, for you, yeah, yeah. aren't they? You know what I mean? So that's um, a good analogy. Yeah, you, need, like you need you need you know you need to be you need to be you need to be careful about uh, what you do. Yeah, and, and I think you know if you do, um, if if you are somebody who's like that, somebody who's egotistical, there's always somebody who's going to want to uh, you know yeah. challenge you on it. But um, yeah, the, you know the the. the that's what's always struck me about martial arts. Um, you know, the really good people. You know, the people that you're looking at fantastic, and they, when you meet them, they're just yeah. really genuine, down to earth people. It's funny, yeah. You say Bolton. You know, maybe not everybody knows where Bolton is, but it's, we've got numerous world champions that yes. came from Bolton. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, so. like I said about about, about uh, you know the, the you know Bolton characters. Yeah. You know what I mean? We seem to have a, we seem to have a wealth of, of, of yeah. great characters well, in like Robin Reed as well. I mean, you uh -huh. know, a multiple mm -hmm. world title holding boxer yes. as well, yes. and Amir yeah, Khan. Yeah, and yeah, all, yeah, you know, yeah, so we we, do, we've yeah, got yeah. lots of world. We, we do, yes, yeah, yeah we do. It's, it's quite a, a good place to come to. Yeah. Um, karate really for me wasn't really anything that I ever thought about doing. I'd never sort of thought about. Oh, I'll, I'll do karate. Um, 
and I just started doing it from conversation in the pub. I think, I'd, uh, um, you know, I, I got to that stage. In, it, I was still quite young, um, but I'd started to work and I started getting some money. And all I was really doing was just was drinking, just going in the pub. Uh, yeah. I had a good set of mates and we used to have a great laugh, but that's all I was doing. Um and it was getting to the stage where, you know, we'd have six pints in a, in an afternoon playing pool and then go home and have some tea and then we'd be out Saturday night and I'd use, lose count of how many pints yeah, I had, you yeah, know. Yeah. I got to that kind of stage and then started getting in a little bits of trouble with the police and I thought, well, you know, this this isn't really me, this isn't how I've been brought up. Um, and I, I, that was one of the stages in my life where I thought I was looking for something else. So I'd started doing a little bit of training myself, just a little bit of running and stuff like that. Uh, but I was been fairly into cycling so I was doing more cycling yeah. um, and just one of the guys in the pub said well you know I do karate why don't you come down and give it a go mm. and uh, so I'd had a few pints at the time so yeah yeah of course I'll come down <laughs> <laughs> of course when you sober up you think well what have I done anyway I went down gave it a go and that was it Never, never stopped since. He, mm -hmm. the, the guy who talked me into it, um, didn't last much longer. He, he failed a grade and, and, and left karate, but well, I just carried on. But he probably doesn't stopped. know that he... In doing what he did, change the course of your he, life. He changed the course of my life. Yeah. Just that one conversation in the pub. And, 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 and life's like that, isn't it? Can, yeah. you, know, it can turn on a sixpence. And at karate, although you wouldn't have known it at the time, has probably been one of the core things that have got you through life you know in difficult situations absolutely yes i know is. some of the people are like that with the gym for example or whatever that yes as long as they train no matter mm -hmm. what life throws at them they're okay well yeah you know, I, I did I'm, i did you know slowly over time i did start to see improvements in my life i was yeah. in i was in a job that i didn't really like well that i hated actually yeah. um, so, didn't have a regular girlfriend and then things started to change i started you know because yeah. more more i think if you've got a more positive attitude then more positive situations will find you yeah so when I met Yandy, uh -huh. you were holding down two jobs at that point and yes. you were a bin mum uh -huh. and you were also on the doors as well uh -huh. at night time. Yeah. So yeah. you, five days a week during the day and then flipping to nights at the weekend yes. and holding down two yeah. jobs. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was thinking I was doing like a, th probably when I met you, I was probably doing a Thursday, Friday and a Saturday night. Yeah. Um, and I was quite happy to do, you know, back, back then um, working the doors was good money. Yeah. Um, and you could earn quite good money at it. Uh, unfortunately, that's not the that's not the same now. No. Also, um, I, I don't think it's great for your sleep patterns and your personal it's, it's life. It's not good for you. No, it's not good for either of those. No. Um, but I did. Um, I did enjoy the uh, enjoy the door work. Um, yeah. And uh, like I said, it was good money, so I I justified that yeah. by by doing that. So you said that you you actually met you. Your wife, who you mm -hmm. you know, not with your wife now, yes. but your wife, you met her when you were working on the Yes, course, I did, yeah. And you've got a couple of lads with her as well. I certainly have, yeah. And yeah, what are your lads' names? They're, fast. They're, they're Luke and Daniel. And they're uh, 15 and... Daniel's 15 and Luke is 18. Right. Uh, great young lads. Um, my pride and joy. Yeah. Um, Luke's got himself a, a lovely girlfriend, and he's he's well. Hopefully, after lockdown's finished, he'll be he'll still have a job, but he's he's got a yeah. job he enjoys. And and do you do they follow you in the martial arts? Are they taking well, any martial I've, arts? I've always said I would never force them to do. If they, if they wanted if they wanted it, then I would teach them. And both of them did when they were younger. They, they came up and did a bit of training, you know, at, at the club where I train. Um, he didn't really stick with it, but Daniel, the youngest now, he's, he's now wanting to get into some martial arts. Yeah. And he wanted to get into Thai boxing. He's been wanting for quite some time. And he now trains with Sandy. I was going to say, it's interesting because 
I did Kung Fu when I was a kid for yeah. a while, and you were doing Karate. Now, these are traditional martial arts from the East, yes. and they're on the decline in this country because a lot yes. of people now are going into MMA mm -hmm. um, and a combination of different martial arts, but they're not seen as critical. Now you, you need a stand-up game, a sprawl or a defense, yes. maybe wrestling, yes. you know, yeah. and, and a lot of people do Thai boxing, boxing, and jiu-jitsu, and maybe yeah. some cat wrestling, yes. this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But... Karate and Kung Fu are on the decline. So I wondered whether they'd go down the route that you did, or but Thai's still prevalent, isn't it? It's doing yes. very well. Well, I mean, it, it seems to me, you know, that over the years I've been in martial arts, it does seem to be that there's... Um, there seems to be a time for all martial arts and they become very, very popular, very, very quick. Yeah. Um, and the same happened with karate. Um, when I was getting into karate, kickboxing was the big thing. Everybody wanted to be a kickboxer. And, and, and now that's declined and now it's just sort of MMA has taken over. I think, believe before karate, you know, they had the Kung Fu boom. Yeah. Um, and before that was judo, you know, that had its time. Um, they are still going, you know, judo's still going, kung fu's still going, yeah. they, they, they will still go, but the, 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 the time now is MMA and everybody everybody, yeah. every, everybody wants to be a cage fighter, you know, if you're working on the doors, everybody you have a bit of a bit of a conflict with is a, is a cage fighter and, and whereas before well, it used to be, you know, I'm a black belt or I'm a kickboxer, you know, yeah. um, and it, 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 it has its time um, and I'm sure eventually you know mma will will move on and there'll be something else yeah with will. with mma i'd found when i first started doing it mm -hmm. you know and a lot of people said oh i'm a cage fighter because yes. i wanted the title yes and then i'd talk to them and say oh okay where, where have you fought what have you done and they went uh well what did it I've, I've fought and i've and they said they had a couple of interclubs and things like this and so yeah. they've done a bit of jujitsu a little bit of boxing and then they were a cage fighter in their eyes. And, and that's until you've actually got up there and fought in a cage, then you're not a cage fighter. No, you know, no. the, you're somebody that's perhaps done a couple of martial the, arts. The, the, the same the same has been in karate for years and years. You, you hear somebody and they tell you you're a world, they, they, they're a world champion. And then you find out that they won this world champion at a primary school just down the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you think, well, okay, then there's so many different organisations. Exactly. And that's that's a, that, that's a, the side of the martial arts. I had, you know, this, this political uh, um, division all the time. And these 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 groups keep keep dividing up. There's never one group yeah. that'll stay together for very long and they'll divide. And then somebody will be like, you know, the world champion of, because they've got some clubs over abroad somewhere, they'll call yeah. them like some world body. And if you win a bit of a, you know, bit of a competition, you're their world champion. So you're our world champion well it's yeah. you there's know, a lot it's not, of it's not quite the same thing. even with tie boxing there's a lot of organizations that yes. just pop up there's no real criteria you can just nope. be an organization nope. and so and it's the same with the belt yeah. i mean i don't like telling people i'm a sort of black belt or a, a fifth dan because there's so many people out there with grand titles and stuff like that and you know um yeah. I, 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 I don't want to be disparaging towards them but you know, you look at some of the things that they teach and you think, well... Usually the first thing I ask about anybody is, is he a nice guy? Yeah. Is, are you happy? Yeah. You know? Are they a, are they a nice person? Are they yeah. a decent person? Yeah. yeah. And that's, like I said to you, the people who are really good are always the characters that you meet that are really, really yeah. nice people and they're really, you know, very humble and very uh, down to earth, you know. Yeah, so Andy, going back to your, your journey now, up mm -hmm. to this present moment, so you've... 
first marriage, your marriage didn't didn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we talked about in the pre-show chat, which I really like, is that you're you're good friends and you get mm-hmm. on with yes, your we are. Yes. Yeah, yeah, ex-wife. Yeah. Now, yeah. that's really nice. I always say there's two ways you can continue your relationship, and one is negatively, where you're falling out. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, well, you get on and your friends, and it's really worth trying to make that happen. Absolutely. Especially if there's children involved, you know. Yes, absolutely. you can even be, although you're not together, still be a team where, you know, you... Yes. It means that it enables that if you spend time with the children between you, it enables Mm -hmm. the other person to have a life outside that. Yes, absolutely. And sharing the, you know, helping each other. Yes. Yeah, I quite often get a... a, uh, a phone call of my ex-wife, you know, one of them's done something and, you know, I need to, uh, that I need to address. We, we, we are very much a team and we yeah. did, you know, when we decided, something we decided, you know, together that it wasn't working, we decided to split. We wanted minimum impact on the boys. So therefore we decided to uh, do it. And, 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 you know, she, she's been absolutely, she's been absolutely great. And, uh, you know, I, I'm very, really pleased because, uh, you know, my, my boys are, um, you know, like I said, my pride and joy, and they've got yeah. a great, they've got a great mother who really cares about them. That's you know, they don't, they don't yeah. always appreciate it, of course. You know what I mean? Teenage yeah. lads, they, they know yeah. everything, and you know nothing. But you know, yeah. I, I am, I am very lucky in that way. Yeah. Well, fast forward things now. So I knew you from town, looking the doors, and yep. then I met you outside that environment mm-hmm. at the gym, and we started having a few chats. We did, and at this point. You're working on the doors. You're working your main job, which mm-hmm. is five days a week on the bins. Mm-hmm. Your marriage hasn't worked out, you know. Yep. Fortunately, as I say, you you know yep. you're still good friends, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And you weren't eating particularly healthily. Like we're saying in the in the pre-interview, um, when you work on the bins, you've got to grab something to eat when you can. It's, it's Pies, quite. I know, butties, I, know, everything. I know people tend to think that when you work for the council, you know, you're quite lazy. And, and to be fair, to be fair, there's quite a few people who you could level that accusation at. But yeah. but the guys who work on the bins, you know, is very very physically demanding. Um, anybody who thinks it's not, I'd suggest that they give it a go. You know, you're walking. On average, 10, 12 miles a day. I've been on rounds where I've walked like 18 miles a day, which, you know, is okay. But when you're doing it day after day after day, um, you know, they move a lot of weight. I've been on, on rounds where they move like 27 tons in a day. So it's quite yeah. physically demanding. So you grab something to eat whenever you can and quite often you sort of pie shops, chip shops, things like that. So diet wasn't great. I thought it was okay, but, you know, because I used to eat a lot of fruit and stuff like that. And But... Um, it it wasn't um, it, it it wasn't brilliant, and it was only when somebody pointed out to me that I'd, yeah. I'd, uh, I'd, I've always somebody somebody who's always put weight on very easily, um, so uh, um, I'd, I'd started cutting back on on fats and stuff like that, um, and it was only when somebody pointed out to me that I was eating you know, almost all carbs. Yeah, uh, uh, that you're eating, and, and I didn't think anything about it at the time. But then I started to do it triggered something, and I started to do a little bit of research about right. yeah. balanced diet and about good, healthy, uh, um, naturally occurring fats, and not the, the sort of manufactured. Yeah. You know, I was like low fat margarine. Well, what is margarine? It's not anything that can. It's shite. <laughs> it, it, it is shite. <laughs> it's it not is. anything that that, that, yeah. that you know. Our I started to look about back to what our ancestors would have eaten, and that is something that they wouldn't even recognize. Yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of they, they, they call it vegetable oil, and it's not made from vegetables at all. No. It's made from uh, uh, it's quite a harsh process. So you've got all this going on in your life, not eating particularly healthy, and then there's this is maybe where the turning point where everything starts to change. So 
And we talked about some of the literature you read and some of the uh-huh. books you read. So yeah. maybe tell us, because to go from where you're at now to uh-huh. where you were then, yeah. you had to make some good choices, you know, and uh, I did. change direction. Well, I think the, 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 the uh, changing diet has come fairly recently. But as for changing the way that I think, I think, you know, you're sort of referring to, yeah. you know, when, when I, we've, talk, we've talked about The Secret. Um, and before that, I'd read the... the um, the, um, of Attraction. Abra- the Abraham yeah. Hicks yeah. book, Law of Attraction. Um, es- Esther Hicks and Abraham Hicks, wasn't it? Abe's, yeah. a- 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 um, Jerry, Jerry and Esther Hicks. That's it. And Abraham is, Abraham Esther... is, is, is somebody who she says that she contacts. And, and yeah, she... and he comes into yes. her body. Yes. And... I'm not sure if I believe that bit. Yeah. But what they were saying had a, had a great resonance with me. Um, she was actually pre pre before the secret was written. Yes, she was the first well one. Before, well yeah. before, yes, yeah, and well before she was asked to feature in the movie for the secret because the movie actually came out before the book, which is quite unusual. Yes, and Rhonda Bryan uh, uh-huh. did the book, and they had some kind of fallout. I don't know what went on, and so oh, okay. consequently, she was never part of the secret book. Right. Although she is the original. I did wonder why she wasn't. In yeah, it. she is okay. the original person. Okay, well, the yeah. sort of the first one that started teaching the law of attraction. Yes. Yeah, well, I it, it was quite strange. Again, it was one of those sort of uh, um, where you feel like you've hit the bottom in your life, and um, these things I always think happen to you. You know when they've happened because they're always a, 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 um, a whole load of coincidences that just seem to all line, line up. Yeah. Synchronicities, yeah. And it was a, it was at a time when I, when I was was really feeling down, and I just happened to pick up a newspaper. I very rarely had time to pick up a newspaper but this one time I had time to I bought a newspaper was flicking through it very rare I got to the bit where the book reviews at the over at the back but one of them caught my eye um and the reason it caught my eye is because I'd heard something on the radio before about this this right. this, this, this book the law of attraction so I read the book review first time I've ever read a book review and then again I did something that I'd never done before I went straight out and bought it something I, I, it, normally if it was you, a book I was interested in you must have been ready for change then you know absolutely yeah. I was looking, um, looking for any anything but you it's surprised I don't when think you, it, I don't think it was anything I don't think no. it was anything because normally if, it, if I'd have seen a book that I was interested in I'll think I, I would think well if I see it I'll buy it yeah but this I, I, I purposely went out uh, bought it, uh, went to the bookshop, bought it and read it twice. And I never do that. I, I, was, I read a book once and put it down. But I mean, that I read twice. When, um, you, when you're not in a good place, you are open to new ideas, whereas sometimes maybe you're very fixed in your ways. And that's why you maybe you were open to this. To me, yeah. I don't feel it was a new idea. What, no. what it was with me, I'd, I'd found that there was, there, there was points in my life, you know, you know when you, you just think about something, never thought it would happen. And then next thing again, you know, you get a whole lot of synchronicities and it happens and you think, well, that's strange. I've, I've thought about that. Mm. Um, and then when I discovered that, I realised there, there, there was a whole industry around it, if you mm. like. I mean, I don't mean that in, 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 a, in a negative way. There was a whole load of people that believed, going on. That, 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 you know, and I, and I was, I was amazed to discover that there was other people that thought the same way as me. Bingo. And there was, the, the, and, and you know, there wasn't just one, there, there was there was dozens of books out there. Yeah. And, and then you get on YouTube and you find out, it's like, wow, there's this whole universe out there. And so then it, it op- what it did do, it opened my mind to the, the concept that you could actually use that to your benefit, that if you can mm. keep your um you can keep a positive attitude mm. then you will attract positive things and, in your life and you don't get it right straight away no um, th- what's amazing is through karate 
you've probably always known, even if it's not with your conscious mind, subconsciously, that your mind is, is very important. But yes. this maybe just reminded you about something you already well, knew. It, well, it did, and it, and it made me made me realise that that maybe it, it, my, my martial art had become like a thing that I just did, and. Really, the the, the the mind. If 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 you if you just, and how can I explain this? Um, if you if you just do something physically without preparing mentally for it beforehand, where you want to be, yeah. you're just going through the actions. Yes, you know, and it made me realise that that really I need to, yeah, sort of, you know, you, you need to think. Well, where do I be? How, how how do I want to be? How do I? you know, where do I want to arrive? What, what yeah. goals have I got? You introduce yeah. intention into your life and purpose and then yes. you start to feel good and it yes. all starts yes. to change. Yes, and it does start and yeah. things start to change. But it doesn't happen overnight. I think a, a, a lot of people discover the law of attraction or read about the law of attraction and think, right, well, I'll give this a go. I want a, I want a mansion and a Bentley. Mm. And, uh, of course, next week the mansion and the Bentley isn't there. Yeah. Um, and they fall out with it. And I think what the what the don't realise is is that you will only attract what you believe you can attract. And belief is like a muscle. Yeah. And like a lot of people, they go into the gym for the first time, they put as much weight on as they possibly can and they sort of you know, and then they realise they're not getting the results and they and, and they give it yeah. up. Uh and belief is like a muscle. It's something that you've got to start off you've got to start off small and you've got to build it up and So maybe the secret was like a reminder and sort of kick-started the fact that you yes. know that if you get the operating system right, mm -hmm. everything else starts to fall into place. You experience synchronicity and alignment, and then you start to make good decisions because you feel good yes. and you follow your bliss. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and not to care too much, you know, not to worry too much. Yeah. To you know, just just to, just to think, if if you can just think, you know, uh, good things are ahead of me. Yeah. And without being too specific. You know what I mean? It, and a, a very healthy lesson to learn as well and to remind yourself is when somebody says, oh, it's dead serious. Well, mm. if you take life very seriously, it will mm. kill you. Yes. You know, you yeah, have to yeah. loosen up, become a little bit more flexible and you need to be able to laugh at yourself, not yes. take yourself too seriously. Because yeah. I, I, you know, quite frequently do things. I used to be so worried about what everybody else thought that it was debilitating yes. and I couldn't make a decision without thinking about the consequences and, and other people's reactions. Yeah. Whereas now I try and make the decision yeah. purely on how I feel. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a great way to be. Yeah. 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 And laugh at myself a lot, you know, mm -hmm. I'm a bit of fun. So Andy, maybe tell us then, so from The Secret, uh -huh. uh, you read a couple of other books beyond that. Can you yes. rem remember any of those? I can't remember them, no. no um, that's all and right, it was it, I can't remember the, remember the titles, but it was it was very much, I found that, that they were all more or less saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people seem to say, seem to be saying, especially when you get on YouTube, that this is the way you need to do it. Mm. And then quite often it'll contradict and somebody else will, no, this is the way I do it. You know, write it down, make a list, look at it every day or spend 20 minutes, you know, meditating yeah. and thinking about what you want. And I think what they're doing is they're, they're, they're saying is this is what works for me. Yes. But and what they should be saying is it might not necessarily work for you. And what I find is that you can get a whole load of information and then there'll be one thing that will 
that will 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 stick in your mind, and yeah. and you think, well, yeah, I like that, and I feel good about that. Brilliant. And, and, and uh, See, does, that's what I'm going to stick with, and that's what I'm that's what I'm going to do because I feel good about that, and because I feel good at it, I won't it won't feel like a chore, or it yeah. won't feel you know there's, there's there's no resistance in it at all. So, Andy, you've actually read my first book, From Pills to Peace. I have. Yes. yes. I uh, I. Bumped into you in the car park of the gym, as yeah. I do quite often, and you gave me that the wonderful gift of that book, which I uh, took home and read wonderful. straight away. And the thing I took from that, I was trying to take something, you know, if I read something, like that, I was trying to take, take one thing from it. And the thing I took from your book, it was, it was the impression that you gave me of somebody like yourself who'd hit rock bottom. Yeah. Far worse than any sort of rock bottom I've ever hit. And even from that, you managed to, to completely turn it around and be doing things that, you know, I I, cons- I would consider things like that humanly impossible, you yeah. know, to do the kind yeah. of, you know, the kind of the kind of marathons yeah. that you do. Just just doing an ordinary marathon would be like a big mountain to climb for myself. Yeah. And you know, you've re- you've really completely turned things around, and 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 so it's always good to get a perspective like that. That that if you think. You know, uh, you know that your yeah. rock, your rock bottom is never as bad as somebody else's I, rock bottom. I've given talks, still... talks before where yeah. there's been a couple of young lads there, and they say, "What does he know?" And I, I'd say, "Well, I used to do X, Y, and Z, and yeah. I get their attention because yeah, because I yeah. say, say you think it's bad, you know, yeah. you really don't no, know what no, bad no, is, no, you know, you and and know. tell them how bad it got. But I also tell everybody it's never too late, and everybody no. thinks you can actually get to a point where you think this is it for me. Yeah. I can't change this. There's nothing I can do. This is my stuff. You know, I, this is my life situation. I'm stuck in a rut. Yeah. And you sort of accept this pending doom that life's over and you can't put yourself back together again. It is never too late. No. You know, you can start in the sewers and finish in the stars. You can put yourself back together again. And all I've done, I still have fluctuations and oscillations. I still have... Good days predominantly, but I'd still have days that aren't great. And all I've done is learn now to recognise the signs so I know if things aren't going well, and I'm aware of that. Mm-hmm. And I have a tool set, and I can put myself back together yeah. fairly quickly. You're only human just like the rest of us. Exactly, yeah. Even though you're doing inhuman things like, like <laughs> running 100 miles and things like that. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Um, I, that's just the beginning. I have big plans, but uh-huh. I've been looking at some trails around the country where... Some of these trails are hundreds of miles long and yeah. I'd like to, in the not too distant future, maybe next year, put together wow. a bit of a plan where I attack one of these bigger trails, you know, right, that I'd love right. to do that. Yeah. But Pennine Way, something like that. Well, there's that, the Pennine Way, there's the Trans-Pennine Way, there's the West Coastal Path, that's 630 miles long wow. going around there. But these are just ideas. Ideally, I want to do, there's some trails I want to do abroad, but I've had to rethink that now. Right. You know, and... Yeah. But yeah, there, I have my brain's constantly thinking of wow. new things I can be doing. Wow. You know, yeah, but those, those are some great challenges. Yeah. yeah, I think the next step up will be the Ultra Great Britain, which is a two hundred and fifteen mile race across uh, Scotland at the minute. Mm-hmm. But that is, it's on the cards at some point in the future. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So if you could go back to your old self and tell you, you know, one one day you're going to be doing these these like great things, what do you think your your old self would have said? And my old self would have had a line of cocaine, a pint, and yeah, no, wouldn't have listened. Would have said you were daft, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. completely mad, yeah, it's fantastic. I say in the book, and it, it's different for everybody, and you've got to do what works for you, but I also say you've got to try the 10 to find the two. If there's two things out there that are going to work for you, uh-huh. 
if you don't try 10 things, you'll never find the two that do. So you've yes. got to, you've got to be open-minded mm -hmm. and you've got to try new stuff. Yes. You know, and you will then find what works for you. And it's different for everybody. Of course it is. You know, not everybody needs to go ultra running, oh. but I do, yes. <laughs> you know. Because you find, you found your... Yeah, what you, works you, for you, me. You and found, found what works for you. The other thing I've learned, which is really important as well, is what worked for me five years ago doesn't necessarily work for me now. No, and it so changes, it changes. Yes. So again, you've got to be flexible. You've got to be open to new things. And certainly as you get older, things that work for you five years ago, some of those, those things might work for you. But also we're constantly changing, evolving and growing. Mm -hmm. So those things will be different. Yeah. So. Yeah. Of course, and it, you know, you, you know, you're constantly learning. You never, you never get to a point where, well, I know everything now. Yeah, you know, you never, and and, and things can things can come to you in the, in the most surprising way. I'm, I'm reading a book at the moment, um, Middleton's book. Um, yes, I think it's called First Man In, and you know, the book's very interesting. It's very difficult to put down. It's all about how he he sort of you know became a soldier and then sort of worked up to to, to uh, you know where he is now. But one thing he said out of it that really stuck with really um, uh, um, rang a bell with me um, is he said. Um, make your make your enemy be your energy and what he did you know people in not necessarily people in his past but anything that he saw as sort of holding him back or um you know uh, situations things that he should have done that he didn't do things yeah. that he did do that he shouldn't have done rather than those being a negative thing turn them into a positive thing um, and make them, you know, spur you on to to defeat those things. Yeah. And I thought that was very good. I'm, I'd always sort of, you know, shied away from um, letting anger get the better of me and, and trying to, to shy away from that. But if you can make it, if you can turn it into a positive thing and turn that yeah. anger into, well, no, I'm not going to put up with that anymore. I'm not going to, you know, and, and, and drive you on to, 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 you know, to better things. Yeah. Use it for um, fuel. Use it, and, use it for and, fuel. And then absolutely. point in a positive direction. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, rather than... If you don't do that, it's going to drag you down, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and if you don't confront it, and if you do try and push it away, eventually it's going to come back and it's going to, it's going to bite you in the arse. And, but if you can turn it into something positive... Um, yeah. You know, we've all had sort of, sort of situations in our lives where, where um, you know, they weren't great, and we can always see ourselves as a victim of somehow. But then, if we if we can say, well, you know, I'm not I'm not prepared to be a victim. I'm going to I'm going to defeat yeah. it. Great lesson. Um, and it, it was, and it was a, it was a surprise. I didn't expect to get that from that book. Yeah. You'll find that when you become empowered and um, a master creator, mm -hmm. and you know, mm -hmm. uh, captain of your own ship, shall we say, yeah. that blame has no place. Blame no, has no place. No, no. I make my decisions. The yes. outcomes are based on the choices yes. I make, yeah. and they're not always they don't always work out the way that I planned. And is it freeing when you when you realise that? Mm. Isn't it? Isn't it free you up? Well, you're not a victim anymore, no, right? You're no, in charge. You're, yeah, you're in charge. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and then you can take responsibility for the good stuff and the bad stuff. Yes, of course you can. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we'll talk about where your life's at now, Andy. And mm -hmm. the reason you're here today is because I've bumped into you twice recently, mm -hmm. and I believe there are no coincidences. There are no. And you were walking around Angles Ark with your lovely lady, Joel. Yes, yeah. Revington. Yeah. Upper, upper Revington, yeah. I think we saw you at. Yeah. yeah. And the reason I'm going to talk about now is when I saw you, from when I'd last seen you, and I'd seen changes in you over the mm -hmm. years, but... You, even your facial expression, the tension's gone out of your face. You seem to mm -hmm. smile a lot more. Right. And you seem a lot happier. And you now don't work the doors. 
Mm-hmm. Your diet's very different. Yes. You're healthier. Uh-huh. You're working one job, not two. Yes. And when you started emitting the frequency of peace, love and light and yeah. being happy and content and change the way you thought, Joe appeared. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So well, your whole world has changed because you changed the way you thought. And a quote I like to use, Andy, yeah. is if you want to change your world, change your mind. Yes. You know, uh-huh. I, I love that. Change this and everything else will change too. Uh-huh. Well, you know? a, again, a, a negative that turned into a positive. Um, I went to a uh, funeral and uh, it was somebody who, who was, who was a, from a good friend, from a really good partner. Like I said, when I first started working in the nightclubs, um, it was a great It was a great time um, in my life. and something very important and somebody from that time passed away, unfortunately, yeah. way, way before their time. And... I, when I when I went to the funeral, there was a lot of people there who I'd not seen for years, um, yeah. and I bumped into them. And it was great to see them, but it, mm. it reminded me that that life is too short. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know, I, I need to. I had nobody in my life then, and I thought, you know, I, I can wait around forever. You know, um, I'd never meet anybody. Um, I was on my own, and I thought, well. No, I, you know, it wouldn't it be great if I could meet somebody and then, you know, next thing. Yeah. How did you meet Joe? Uh, plenty of fish. Right, right. Uh, which I always thought was, I'd, I'd been on Plenty of Fish before and I'd, I'd, I'd thought of it as a bit of a negative thing um, because um, you tend to have the same conversation with the same people, you know, with different people over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I'd been on a few dates, but I wasn't really jazzed by it, but it just so happened that I went on uh, um, this one time. I thought, I'll just give it another go. Yeah. What I normally went, I'd normally went on it for a couple of weeks, got bored with it and, you know, went off it. And it just happened to this one time, met Joe and we clicked straight away. Yeah, wonderful. Just one of those and things. But it was, it was after that, it was after that, that sort of, you know. And you've obviously got similar interests because um, I see you out walking a lot. We you love, know, you we love, love walking. Yeah. Like you say, you like to get out, Be, in, nature. Get out in nature. We yeah. love that. She, Joe's very much into gardening. Um, we live in a flat, so we've not got one, but she's just got herself an allotment. At the moment, it's just a complete weed patch, but I know that over time she will turn it into something wonderful. She's actually, our, our parking, where, where we park, and outside our flat, she's got sort of flowers growing up the railings and things like yeah. that. She, she's planted all this because she loves growing, growing things and she's very green-fingered. So getting out in the countryside, you know where we saw, we, we've recently, we used to walk, walk up around uh, Jumbles, Entwistle, yeah. uh, Wayo. We've recently sort of discovered uh, Rivington and that. That's, that's the how, place how where peculiar. we really love. We love that at the moment. We we had a, a spell, myself and Willow, where we'd go and we were Entwistle mm-hmm. and Wayo a lot of the time. Yeah. And then we flipped. I started exploring more trails running and I said, yes. I said, Willow, you know, you really want to get on this, you know. Yes. So I said, come walking with me and yeah. the trails. Yeah. There's the, what they call the Adlington Loop, which is really nice. Right. And then there's the Angles Arc Loop. And when you yes. get to a white coppice, you can go right or left and yes. either go over the moors or come you back can. round. I've used to, I used to do quite a lot of running myself. Mm. Um, again, when I first started working the doors, there's a like there called Keith. Um, we're still in touch. I've just been well. I've just been talking to him the other day. Still good friends. He lives up the northeast now, but it's still yeah. you know we're still best mates. Um, and we used to do quite a lot of running. Now he was a good runner. I've, I've never been. I was a bit, a bit too big to be a good runner. Um, but he was um, he was uh, northeast uh, schoolboy champion. Right, um, he'd right, he'd yeah. been been in the Marines. 
he could run like nobody's business. And I, he, he used to hang back for me, but we used to go up on the moors and we used to yeah. explore. No idea where we were going, following paths. Yeah. We used to find old abandoned farmhouses and go and have a you mooch feel, around. You feel like you're having a real great. adventure, don't it was, you? Oh, it was yeah. fantastic. And it was, it was, it was really good. It the, was a good time of life. I, I love running on trails. The best time I run on any trail is the first time. Ah. And especially if I just put my GPS watch on. So, and I, I know, I know I can, Fairly easily run 20, 25 miles yes. if I need to without uh-huh. being under any kind of pressure. I can yeah. go further, but it's difficult. Right. And so I can hit a trail, not really know where I'm going and just explore. That very first time when you're exploring, it's, and every every turn's new, left we're, and right. You've never seen it before. We're actually, it. we're actually very lucky living where mm. we do because yes. not a lot of people know it, but there's an actual, there's a, a massive network of paths yeah, that yeah, probably yeah. most people don't even know they're there yeah. and very few people use. And you can just go for miles and you've got so yeah. much great moorland and uh, exactly. tracks and trails and, and you, you can you can go for miles and miles three, and miles. Three years ago, I didn't know about all the trails here. Now I can literally, five minutes from my house, jump on a little yeah. path, that yeah. connects to another trail, that yeah. connects to another trail, you and can. I can pretty much go anywhere you without, can. with barely crossing a road. Yeah, yeah. You know? And the, the thing it. that, I, like, I, I love history and, and you think that, that, that a lot of these these trails have been there for centuries yeah. and they were probably because they, they, they were the way that the, the farm uh, um, labourers yeah. used to get to where they needed to be. So there's probably people walk those paths and trails for hundreds yeah. if not yeah, thousands yeah, yeah. of years yeah. and that really gets me when you're up on the mall and you think well you know if I was back here a thousand years ago it probably looked pretty similar to, to, yeah. to, to and I'd be going now. stand or deliver <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh, yeah I, 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 I think we're uh, we, we do have some great countryside and we are we are lucky to live where we are yeah so Andy I'll briefly touch on now we don't really talk about COVID much on this show. I think mm-hmm. everybody's hears enough about that. Yeah. But maybe just about, you know, when we went through lockdown and I tell people about, you know, basically how I managed, because uh-huh. initially I wasn't feeling great yeah. about everything, but I now don't watch the news. I mm-hmm. spend as much time as I can outside. Nope. I avoid shopping mm-hmm. and um, I basically do things that make me feel good and spend a lot of time in nature, mm-hmm. you know. And I've had uh, other guests on here, Sally Bolton, Alexandra Whittle, Sandy, who talk about, just basically tell me about, you know, what they did to keep the spirits up, really. Same as you, don't watch the news. Yeah. Hard enough for that. It's so, so much. I started looking into things myself and I thought, well, that's not really right. You know, why, why, is, why is the media pushing this? Yeah, and you know you start to go off down a rabbit hole, and I yeah. thought it's just better, you know, for, for your own mental health. But I, 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 again, I've been quite lucky because I've still been in work. I'm, I'm uh, I work for the council, um, and we've worked right through. What do you do, Andy? Now uh, I, I don't, I don't work on the bins anymore. I went back to a job when I originally started working with the council. I was on their security team. Right, uh, we do alarm response and key holding. Yeah, uh, we do other, you know, patrols and things like that. But basically, we look after the council's the council's assets. Yes. Um, and so, you know, we had to be there. Some people still need access to council services and things like that. And the yeah. buildings still need to be looked up. So, so we work yeah. right the way through. Uh, we do a, a four on four off shift basis, 12 hour shifts. So I was quite lucky that way that I was still working, but unfortunately Joe wasn't, um, she is. She is now. She's, she's yeah. found some other work, uh, but she wasn't. And her, she came over from Stockport to come and live with me. Yeah. Thankfully, um, but her, all her family are over in, in 
Stockport. So she felt very isolated. Right. So on the four days off, I tried to spend as much time with her as possible. And, you know, we, we went walking and we went yeah. in nature and things like that. Um, but, you know, some of my training had gone a little bit of a, a, a back burner. But, you know, that, that's that's fine. That, yeah. that, that, that's great. I'd, I'd consider myself to be in a lucky position because, you know, there's a lot of people who, who it has hit very bad. You know, yeah. and, and I think we've talked before that, that some people who, who are isolated anyway and probably the, yeah. their, their contact at work or going to the pub is the only is the only sort of outside contact they get and that's been taken away. So, uh, um, you know, really I, I, I consider myself quite lucky and it's yeah. not impact, impacting me too bad. Um, yeah. Other than, like I say, you know, keeping away from the media because it's... Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you seem in good spirits, Andy. You yes, seem like you're, I, 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 you're happy, yes. healthy, and wealthy. Yes. And Hi. wealthy, the term, if somebody's wealthy, that means that they're, they've got everything they need in life. It's, it's yes. not about material things. Yes, no, no, no. no. I, I, Love, I, companionship, food, shelter, you, and and good people around you. If you if you if you made a list of, of you know the good things in your life, I think you'd, you'd surprise yourself. Yeah, are the good positive things in your life. Very very good thing to do is regularly look back and think and remind yourself what you should be grateful for. Yes, you know you know and be yes. in an attitude of gratitude, obviously. Yes, yeah. Yeah. very much, yeah. very much. Andy, thank you very very much for coming on the show. Brilliant, absolutely. Yeah. Loved thank it. you, thank you for uh, for asking. Yeah, me. loved it, loved I'm, it. I'm, I'm honoured to be asked. So, folks, there'll be a show every week on this channel on YouTube. And if you subscribe, you'll get it automatically. This show also goes out on audio podcast, on iTunes, on Spotify and on Podbean. You can get me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. You can buy the book From Pills to Peace, which I know Andy's read. I have, yes. Yeah, and you can get that on Amazon in Kindle format paperback and now it's available as an audiobook as well in audible.com amazon and itunes and you can also go to the website midnightmcbride.com and you can also listen to the radio show every monday night on salford city radio and that's the mind body and spirit show with midnight mcbride and that's 94.4 fm thank you very much for listening i hope you've enjoyed the show and i'm going to leave you with a quote from the book as i do every week and this week it is the present moment has a round window. Anything with sides can't get in. And that means if you oppose something, if you're opposite, if you have an opinion or you're opinionated and you're judgmental, you then, an opinion is an opposing view. And if you resist anything, if you're opposing anything, you have stress and tension in the system. And when you've got stress and tension, you can't be fully present. In order to arrive in the present moment, you have to remove stress and tension from the system and try and remove judgment and being opinionated. You need to show compassion, love and peace. This has been Midnight McBride and I'll see you the same time next week. Shalom.